What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello and welcome to another episode of Espresso with Aaron and Sarit. And if you've ever told yourself, I don't have time, if you've ever told yourself, I just can't make it fit, I can't get my workouts in, it takes too long to do all this meal prep and I, you know... It just everybody else has to be taken care of and then I get to come afterwards, then this is going to be a very important episode for you to listen to because we're going to talk about this work, life, uh, weight loss goals, body goals, balance. Okay? So how do we harmonize all of these things so that we can do all of it and not just some of it or to not feel like we have to choose one or the other, but we can do both. Yeah. So good morning, by the way. Really excited to have you here. It is continued Momentum Monday. And by the time that this uh, coaching session is being recorded, it is the day after Mother's Day. So if oh, you're a mom, a dog mom, a cat mom, whatever it may be, if you're a woman in general, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you and say, Happy Mother's Day now, especially this is something that I especially hear from busy women and moms. And it is a very important coaching conversation because, by the way, if you're alive with us, just drop a yes if you found yourself ever saying this thing that I'm about to share with you before. Erin and Sari, I don't have enough time for blank. I don't have enough time to meal prep. I don't have enough time to take care of me. I don't have enough time to work out. I don't have enough time for, I don't know, whatever it may be. Have you ever found yourself saying the thing, I don't have enough time? To take the kids to soccer, to meal, four different meals for every member of the family because they're all picky, plus get my workout in, plus get enough sleep, plus be hydrated, plus do all my work, plus do plus, 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 plus. Drop a yes. Drop a plus in the chat. So I want to share with you two things. Number one, if you're telling your, what you tell yourself becomes your reality. So the first thing that I want to help you confront is your belief system. You tell yourself you don't have time, you won't. You tell yourself I can't lose weight, you won't. You tell yourself I can't do this box jump, you won't. So the quality of of our words is going to determine how far we'll be able to go. And I share this with you because guaranteed, if you find yourself saying, I don't have enough time, you struggle with, you, you, you struggle with taking care of you. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I really don't have enough time. Right. I really don't have enough time. So remember, it all starts with our words, right? You tell yourself you can't, you won't. 
So when you find yourself running into a sticky situation of like, oh gosh, man, like I got to do this, 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 and that. And then, you know, like if you, this is something that I've heard from a lot of my one-on-one um, -on -one coaching clients who are moms and have a couple of kids, they're like, and I feel like I'm an Uber driver in the afternoon. <laughs> have you ever found yourself saying that to yourself? If so, go ahead and drop an Uber in the chat. For um, little gremlins that don't even pay. Right. So, so, okay, with regards to, you know, like all these things, like if, if you tell yourself that, then you're blocked there. So when you find yourself running into a situation of, okay, I've got, got this, 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 and that, and then I've got to be an Uber driver all afternoon. Oh, and then afterwards, like I got to do this, this, and that, like where in the heck am I going to find time? So the question that you need to ask yourself is, is? how... Can I? So I, want, I wanted to stop for a second and talk a little bit into this because it is important, the words, if all it does is open your mind to get creative in, how can I? Okay, so when we say I can't, your mind will say, okay, got it, Lisa, you can't. We're not even going to try to think of how you could. So you immediately stop yourself or I don't have enough time. Okay. We're not even going to stop to think about how we could possibly figure out where the time exists. So super, super cliche to say everybody has 24 hours in a day, but it, it is the truth. So why is it that some people can have the body you want or some people can have the finances you want and they have the same amount of time? Oh, they also have kids. Oh, they also have. So this isn't to compare your situation to somebody else's because they're all unique. But if you look hard enough, you can find proof that somebody in a similar situation as you has done it. So if all we do is change the language, number one, which is what Sarit's saying, is to say, um, how can I? If it could be done, how would I do it? Because then you start to get creative and you, and you will prove to yourself there are situations where you can make, instead of choosing and or, you're saying and, and. I can get both done. Yes. It is a matter of and, and. And, you know, something to note with regards to that is that there are levels to it. Okay, so I want to share with you a couple of things. First and foremost, in order for you to get if you know that you want to lose some weight, just go ahead and, and drop um, a, w. a W in the chat. Now, if you know that you want to lose some weight, there is a wild misconception out there that in order for you to do that, you need to do some crazy like work out two times a day for four hours at a time. And it needs to look like something like you you know, doing a CrossFit competition or training for a marathon. And it also looks like each and every single one of your meals is supposed to look like it's coming out of um, a Tupperware. A bodybuilder diet chicken. And, and it also looks like, you know, you need to be walking around in your office with a gallon of water. It looks that way that I share. So I share this with you because that's not actually the truth. Yes. You see a lot of higher level athletes or, you know, higher level, you know, influencers in the fitness industry or like things like that following through that way. Now, take a moment to acknowledge how many years they've been playing that game. 
Or maybe you don't know. Or maybe you don't know. Either way, there are levels to it. You don't go from, oh, I don't have enough time to work out to working out two times a day. Also, you know, like going back to that, like back and forth analogy of I'm just seeing like a photo or a video of this person and I'm inspired by it and I want to have a body like theirs. You don't actually know the context of their life. Uh, you or- have no context whatsoever. Be, so it, it's about when it comes to... Can I give an example? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people that I've talked to who are like, okay, you know, I want this, this CrossFit athlete body, right? And they look at some athlete who's competing in the CrossFit games or an Olympic level athlete or somebody in the, I want this. Not understanding what that person has dedicated to achieving that. Now, that's not to say that you can't. That's to say that they didn't go from ground zero to all of the things that they practice now. This is what Sarit's saying. They didn't go from couch potato to um, like shredded in a week, right? There's, there's levels, there's steps. Even in our own journey, our own transformation, even if you were saying, oh, Aaron and Street, what do you eat? Is a question that we get a lot. Like, what do you eat? is a question that we're asked often. And we actually made a video or something about it. I don't know. There's a resource somewhere about it, but what do you eat is like, now you look at it and you try, if you were to try to do it, but you haven't worked your way up to that level, it's very unlikely you'll follow through why you haven't acclimated to those behaviors yet. They're not habits for you. They're not normal to you. There will be a lot of rearranging of your schedule, of your time, of your life, of the things that you're involved in, of your priorities in order to get to that level. But if you're making small changes at a time, then you'll find it is possible to do these things, maybe not to the extent that you think they should look like, but you can begin to move that direction. And just like we work with our one-on-one clients, The way that we do it is one thing at a time. It's one step at a time. It's, hey, let's start with this and get really good at it. And then when it becomes second nature to you, great, let's go to the next level. Let's do this thing all the time. When it becomes second nature to you, then great, let's go to the next level. And that is how people become extraordinary. It's not, you know, when they say like overnight success is never an overnight. It's never an overnight process. Usually people just start to notice when it's extraordinary. But the way to get to the extraordinary level took a lot of steps, a lot of failing, a lot of mistakes. Or they look at one photo and they make an assumption. Or they look at one glimpse of time and they make an assumption. I want to share with you a quick story from an experience that Erin and I went through yesterday. It's like the before and after photo. Yeah, it's like the before and after photo, right? And it's like it's or, or a glimpse of an event, you know? So I want to share with you a quick story that Erin and I... Um, you know, had experience yesterday. You're the paddleboard girl. Yes. And then I <laughs> want to, and then I want to move on to the next point because sometimes we don't realize how our thought process is limiting ourselves and how our current mode of behavior is limiting ourselves as well. And this is why we do what we do. And we, you know, share these videos with you and, you know, like we put out content out there because, you know, left to our own devices, we are creatures of habit. And we're always going to lead the path with the least resistance, which is the current pattern 
that has been that we've been running on over and over and over again. Right. So, okay. Share the story of the paddleboard girls. Okay. Well, you have the bottom line, but I can say we were paddleboarding through this really awesome, like trees everywhere, clear water. Sarit went straight over a manatee. It was pretty sweet. Anyways, so we're paddling and we go by these, there's these three girls and they're kind of off to the side. There's several spots where we're paddling, where it's really shallow and it's like sand. So there's a bunch of people out there. It's the weekend, it's Mother's Day. There's people drinking, music going everywhere. There's all this stuff happening. Kids throwing each, drowning each other. And we paddle past, there's these three girls. They're like having a drink, smoking, just messing around. Cigarettes, yeah. And, um, they're like, every girl who's come past us with those specific paddleboards has abs. Do the abs come with the paddleboards? Like just um, making a, a, an obvious statement about like, oh my gosh, you know, you look like that. And I think what you're getting at is they say, man, we go to the gym, like we work out every morning and we don't look like that. And then maybe you can take it from there because I think that that's where you're going. Yeah. So, you know, it's like they're making they're making a judgment on how we look based on a single event and based only what they know. Their own experience. And what they know is, OK, I work out every day. I should look at a certain way. And oh, my God, why does she have a six pack and I don't? Meanwhile, just in that glimpse a moment and I don't know other areas of her life either. Right. However, I'm like, <laughs> I could smell the alcohol from three feet away and she was also holding a cigarette. I'm like, well, clearly it's not just the working out. Right. And of course, in our coaching programs and all of that, like you guys know, like we, we go over the things that are beneath the surface. So paddleboard girls, if you're watching, you know, like this is something to consider because we don't know what we don't know. It's also just one very distinguishable difference is do you know that we're also not like spending the weekend, like slamming back like alcohol, not to, not to put judgment on anybody, but this does affect your weight loss results or the way that you look. Um, it also is, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Then there's also, it could be other contributing factors in your life that are not giving you abs. Right. So, you know, it's, you don't, if you don't have the whole picture, what Street's saying is if you don't have the whole picture, who are you to say where you should be or why you should have something that you don't have right now comparing yourself to somebody else? Yeah. So with regards to busyness, point number one is that there's levels to it. You don't just go from, oh, like I don't have time for this to, or for anything to, oh, like I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to do that and I got to do that. Okay. So can I jump, I want to jump in here real quick because I want you guys to like consider from your own perspective or from your own life and your own experiences, where is somewhere where you thought you should be based on whatever it is you've done or whatever you're comparing to, I I want you to just kind of like reflect a little bit and put it in the comments, put it in the comments. What's one area or one thing you feel like you should have achieved that you haven't? And why do you feel you should have achieved that by now? That makes sense. What's one thing you feel like you should have achieved by now, but you haven't. And what is it that you've done that makes you think that you should have achieved it and put it in the comments? Yeah. So good. This will also allow us to be able to help you. Yeah. 
Okay, so the next point is, other than the fact that there's levels to it, is, you know, like, for this is, this is for the working women in the house. And this is something that I see very, very often. You know, we think that because we are either invested in our career, we also see that with a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, it's like going back to the thought process of either or. It's like, unless I do two workouts a day and drink a gallon of water and all of my meals are out of a Tupperware, then no, like it's not the right time. And right now I'm really focused on my career. Let me tell you something. For, our, for all you uh, career-focused women out there, you cannot afford to not focus on your health because your performance in, in your career is going to go down. Your energy level. Your energy level is going to be unstable. You're going to be a lot more emotional and you're going to be a lot less self-confident, which means that it is going to sabotage your results. I would say also the ability to maintain a positive attitude in a chaotic world is higher when you are taking care of yourself, when you're being, um, you know, assertive in your life. So you have this like ability to respond to things that happen unexpectedly um, and also figure out win-win, also figure out like an and scenario, which is what this whole video is about. Yeah. And a lot of times what we think is, oh, like when I get, we were actually yes. talking about that yesterday yes. in the car, right? Like, you know, a lot of times we think that, oh, when I get to a certain place, then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, when I get this promotion, mm -hmm. then, you know, like maybe I'll invest by working with a personal trainer mm -hmm. or, you know, like I'll do if you're in our community or like I'll do one of your programs, right? It's like when this, then. When the reality is, is that the more time you're taking from actually starting to execute the thing, the longer it is going to get you to actually get to the results. And because our life today is a byproduct of all of the patterns that we've had up till now, the more time we actually give ourselves when we have compromised habits to start taking care of ourselves, the more you're actually putting yourself in the back burner. So I'm actually going to, I'm, I'm going to shamelessly plug our inner circle right now. Yeah. Uh, because it's, if you do find yourself being like, Oh, I can't, or, you know, when I have more time or when I am finished moving or after vacation, or once I reach this certain point in my life, then I'll spend more time doing this or that. The truth is you probably won't because something else will come up. Or if it's like, you know, I want to get in a little bit better shape before I work with a coach or a personal trainer or something like that is like, that is our job. Like, that's what we do. So it's almost like, imagine you go to Disneyland and you have like the special pass where you get to cut the line in front of everybody else. That's the inner circle program. Spend less time continuing to fail if you've been counting on yourself for so long to try to get the results that you've been trying to get, but you haven't been getting there. Just the logical thing to ask is like, is anything going to be different if I keep doing it the same way? Hmm. Right? So I'm going to put an application to an inner circle program, a little form you can fill out, see if you're a good candidate for it. It is a big investment. I'm going to tell you right straight up now. Okay. So there's that. 
but it is also 1000% so transformative. Your life will never be the same. Hey, I see that Nancy Nagel is here. Nancy, can you drop a yes if you give me permission to share to share uh, the Vox that you sent me like 30 minutes ago, right before we hopped on this call? She just took in her um, four-week measurements. And? Hold on. Oh, I, okay, I want to okay, get permission okay, from okay, her. Yes, okay, okay. okay. So I actually screenshotted it. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the Nancy, can you also drop how, like, drop your age. Just, just so people have context to this. Because that's another thing is like, I'm too old or, you know, my hormones or my metabolism or this or that. And it's just, it's not true. There's so, there's so many um, examples that we have of women just crushing it, being fitter than they've ever been at older ages, um, fitter than they've ever been in their even twenties, thirties. It's amazing. So yeah. I mean, they do 52. the work, right? So like I acknowledge that you do the work, we guide the way and we make it sustainable. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, with regards to the inner circle, I'll tell you that this program is not for everybody. You, you got to want to win to, to want it and you have to be willing to be open-minded to take the coaching. That's the only way it's going to work. Nancy, you've been such a doll working with. It's been a pleasure. Okay. So this is what she said. I asked her, right? Like what, what needs to happen this week in terms of um, an outcome and also action step in order to make this week a win. Okay. Starting off the week off strong with a declaration and then having a plan. So this is what she said. To be honest, I feel like I've already started winning. I emailed you my weight and measurements and photos with that said, I'm proud of myself. My goal was to lose eight pounds in my first month. I did lose five. However, I lost one and a half inches off my waist. To me, that is a huge win. I think moving forward this week, I just need to keep focusing on my day-to-day progress. And Nancy um, knows her plan and stick to my intentions. Right? So, you know, it's, it's taking the thinking outside of the equation and it's moving at it one day at a time, one step at a time. Right. Um, Nancy, congratulations. So good. Um, yeah. So to all my go-getters out there, Nancy is like a go-getter. Like she is a go-getter to a freaking T. She is an established career woman. She knows that she's a woman on a mission. Right. And you know, Nancy, please say like true or false. When you start taking care of you, your performance at work changes. It does. And actually one of our mentors was talking about that in one of her videos last week. And she's like, she's like, gosh, she's like, recently I hear this from so many people. She's like, you know, she's like, I started my entrepreneurship journey and I got fat. She's like, what are you doing? going and getting fat. It's because of your standards. You need to shift your standards, right? Just because you're like, okay, like I'm a mom now, or just because, oh, like I'm, you know, like I'm starting a new business or just because you're invested in your own career does not mean that you get to not execute 
on your health journey as well. It actually hurts everything else if you don't, yeah. which, which seems which seems contradictory, right? It's like, well, I'm building this thing, right? Like, oh, I've started, if anybody in here has started a business, put business in the chat. Um, but, you know, it does take a lot of effort. It does take a lot of time. It does take a lot of work. Of course, we know that so well. And so, you know, it, it is the natural thing to think, I've got to focus only on this thing. Other things start to fall by the wayside, but you also, your performance starts to drop. You just don't see it because it's like the temperature is changing so slowly. You don't recognize that it's changing. What you're here for is for the same exact thing, but in the direction of your benefit, right? The temperature is changing, but because we're changing things so small and so subtly, you don't feel it. You don't recognize it's not hard to do. It's not now life is hard. So I'm not going to say that the journey is not difficult. Life is difficult, period. And so it's though this small gradual changes one way or the other that either lead you to destruction or massive success. Mm -hmm. And how, if you have somewhere in your life where you feel like, wow, this is a hot mess. Answer me. Are there other places in your life that also feel like a hot mess? Probably yes. Because it's the behaviors and the attitude and the mind that you adopt, the thought, the thought habits that you adopt and that you create that dictate how you execute. With regards to hot mess, we, we we normally acknowledge the hot mess or the mess when the mess becomes so big that it's now evident. You cannot deny it. You know, like... Yeah, the water gets boiling hot. You're like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. Or for people... So, for example, I believe that there are two types of people with regards to, like, you know, have like how they're outside... Uh, environment looks for example I think one person is the type of person who likes to keep things super clean because when you start developing that habit you believe that you can start thinking more clearly who are my yes I organized. make sure that I keep my environment clean and organized because like it helps me to you know keep my mind sharp versus or oh just the thought of it overwhelms me you so for those people who keep their environment clean, right? They might not necessarily clean their house every single day. However, things look clean because they don't let it pile up until it is undeniably pile up where it's like, oh shit. Like the stack of dishes that's about to fall over. <laughs> yeah. So with regard to the hot mess. mess, hot mess doesn't happen overnight. Hot mess is created as a byproduct of ignorance for a really long time. And then guess what we get to do? Clean up, clean up. And then the cleanup is bigger, everywhere. right? So like you can you can dedicate an hour or two, right, to just cleaning whatever your environment is, you know, or it's going to take you three weeks because you haven't done it in three years. Okay. So I want to, there might be people who are discouraged hearing that because they're like, well, I, you know, if you're being honest with yourself, I 
acknowledge you if you're like, yes, things are a hot mess. I've let them go. It's out of control. But I feel so far away from the goal that it is demotivating because this is a real place. Yes. I'm so far away. Like my how, like think about hoarders, like how long it will take to clean up. You're like, I don't even know where to start. Right. And so it can be discouraging, but I want to encourage you that if you don't start, the only other option is for it to get so messy. Literally it ends in death. I don't mean to be morbid, but the truth is, and we just had somebody that we know um, pass away a couple of days ago. And um, I think mid fifties and you know, it's just it, when things get so bad and you don't start to clean the mess, I feel like this conversation has taken a completely different and amazing direction. Uh, we'll circle back around though, to getting it all done. If you don't start to clean it up, it gets so bad. It, it literally leads to the end, right? It's the end. And so the beauty in um, starting is that as you get started, you start to feel better about yourself. You start to build momentum and you start to get more confident because you're like, oh, I can see the floor. Amazing. Then you want to keep going because you can see progress. You can see the results. So what, what I would say is to focus on if you're in that part where you're feeling overwhelmed because you're like, it's gotten to a point where it feel, you feel so far away from your goal, like you have a hundred pounds to lose or like 70 pounds to lose. And you're like, ah, like it's not motivating to get started is to focus on small wins, small wins that are action based, not results based action based. So you're like, this thing would be hard for me to do. And I did it. So I feel proud of myself. This thing would be hard for me to do. And I did it. So I feel proud of myself. And you start to do that. Then you start to see results, but you're not focused on the results because if you focus on the results and then you step on the scale and you don't see what you think you should see, it's discouraging again. So screw that part. And let's focus on what you're actually doing. And then when you see that you can follow through with things and you're doing things, the momentum builds and then you start to get more confident and then you start to get better results. And then, the, and then you see the results and then, and let me tell you, they will be inevitable. It will happen by default. If you're focusing on the action that you are taking. Okay. And the attitude that you have towards it, you can't get into a good place with a bad attitude either. Okay. True. So. Yeah. For anybody, if you're feeling like you're at a point where life is just a hot mess. Just go ahead and drop a hot mess. I want to acknowledge you for a second. And, and the reason it's not, I it's want not to, bad either. It's not shameful. It's not. No. no and I want to acknowledge you because most people who are in this point will choose the easier way or the easier route of ignoring it, which is not. And easier. this is what Aaron was talking about, right? Like when you know that you've gotten yourself to the point of a hot mess, right? Like, Hot mess looks differently in every area of our lives, right? Like with regards to our health, you know, it looks like our, our, our body is just not taken care of, you, you know, like overweight to the point of obesity, right? Like with regards to, you know, our finances, it looks to the point where there is just like extreme consumer debt, um, you know, hot mess in our relationships, you know, looks like there is no support system in my life, right? And it, we can all go through seasons where we walk through that because I believe that, you know, 
life is a container where we get to learn. And, you know, we're all humans and we're not perfect, right? However, you know, when, when you get to a point where you're feeling this way, what do you do about it? Do you just like, do you have that tough conversation with yourself and you're like, things need to change and it's going to happen now? Or do you ignore it because, you know, the thought of dealing with it is just so daunting? The choice that you make today is going to determine what next year is going to look like for you. And when there is more mess to clean up, the reason why I said, like, let's say, somebody who hasn't had their house cleaned in three years, it's probably going to take you three weeks to clean it. It'll probably take you just five hours to go through your closet, right? However, it doesn't mean that your house can still not be clean. Your body is your temple. It's your house. Do you want your body to be like a, you know, poorly taken care of? Made like out house of that nobody wants to live in? Made out of straw. How huff and how puff. And I'll blow or, or, or do you want, she's a brick house. Yeah. Like in front of the ocean. She's not in my Right. You, so you get to choose and it doesn't matter where you're at. The question that you need to ask yourself is where am I, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Question number two is what's the step that's right in front of me? Yeah. Not way over there, right here. Yeah. So um, I want to I want to give you a couple action steps, and then I just want to you know like give you some opportunities beyond that, just some food for thought. So for anybody who is at a point where they're advancing their career and they feel like they have limited time. Stop telling yourself, I don't have enough time for this. I can't do this. The quality of your questions is going to determine the quality of your result. The first thing that you'll want to do is you want to start with the habit that gives you instant gratification so Ooh. that it can make you feel good. We love that. We love to feel right. Oh, sorry. You know, like I love it when you say that I'm right. Yes, you are right. So first, I'm going to give you the thing that you like to do. Because you're more likely to want to follow through with it, right? Like if I was to confront you first with the greatest point of resistance, when you've been resisting it for so long, what you resist persists, right? So what we're trying to do here is we're trying to reward you by breaking the mental resistance, okay? Um, the next thing from a nutrition standpoint, just simplify it. Like you don't go from just doing takeouts all the time to, oh, like just tasteless Tupperware. By the way, meal prep does not have to be tasteless. We should do a meal prep video. Good idea, Sarita. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> Put meal prep in the comments if you would like us to do a YouTube video on how to simply and quickly meal prep a week's worth of food. Yeah. We should do a, a couple of YouTubes about that. So uh, with regards to that, start in a simplified way. You know, like, for example, if, if you feel like also this is to all the nurses in the house. Nurses, I know sometimes you have like 12-hour shifts and like especially now with, with things that are going on in the healthcare industry. I know that because I've had the pleasure of working with 
you know, a couple of nurses. Where are nurses at? Um, you know, there's a lot of understaffing. And by the way, shout out to the nurses, because I believe that they definitely don't get enough credit. However, you know, just because you can't eat it doesn't mean that you, you cannot drink it, right? So like, make yourself a super smoothie, right? Or how can you make a quick meal as fast as possible, right? Like, how can you find vegetables and how can you find protein and some kind of like healthy fat and healthy carb? There is a way and you don't even need to eat it. You could drink it. The question is, are you willing to do it? Okay. And um, lastly, make sure you follow through with a consistent bedtime, please. Because a consistent bedtime at least, at least leads to some kind of structure of the day. You know, one of the most powerful things about people who work out earlier in the morning is the fact that their bedtime is consistent. And that's why, you know, like you, you always see this. The 5 a.m. crew is always the most consistent. Why? Mm. Because when you have to start your, your day in such kind of way, you cannot afford to not have an inconsistent bedtime. And your, the consistency of your, of your bedtime, whether you work out or not, will shift the consistency of your day because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Can I say, look, we are creatures of habit, right? We like routine. We like structure. We like clarity. We like to wake up and know what we're doing because if we don't, we're like, what is going on? And we feel confused and we feel foggy and we feel, we get frustrated and we feel like chaotic. We like structure. We have creatures of, of habit. The problem is, I'm about to say something profound. The problem is that most people's habits happen unconsciously because we're not paying attention, because we're not intentional about the habits we're creating. So we end up, you know, taking the, taking the fast way or the easy way, which is never faster or easier. And you ever tried to take a shortcut and you run into a dead end? You're like, yeah. And then you have to backtrack or you're like speeding down the highway because you want to get somewhere fast and then you get pulled over and then you end up getting there later than you thought you were going to get there anyways because that's why you were speeding in the first place. Usually the fast way or the easy way is not the fast or the easy way um, because you, ha you have to backtrack and redo it all over again. So usually when we are creating our habits, some people create their habits intentionally and some people's habits get created by default because we're not paying attention. Where are you at? And now, regardless of which side you're at, you know, people come to us, women come to us with having habits that were created by default. Okay, awesome. You know, it's a part of life. Like we fall into these rhythms and routines that we don't mean to scrolling through TikTok at like 12 a.m., like mindlessly thinking like, oh, I can't sleep, but not understanding that like the screen is preventing you from being able to sleep. So like you're doing the thing that's like not allowing you to be able to sleep. And even when you close your eyes, you're brain will still go because of the screen or and the way it's designed or stopping through fast food because it's fast and easy not usually because then you get yourself into a predicament with your weight or your health or your energy levels and so you know it's are we creating our habits with intentionality and that's where when when you come into this community whether it's free facebook group whether it's one of our paid programs doesn't matter when you come into this community and we start to work with you on let's intentionally create the habits that you're creating so that you are not living by default because usually that's leftovers 
it's like, okay, everybody eats first and then I get whatever's left over and there's nothing. So, you know, intentionally creating those, those habits rather than just going through life kind of like numb and mundane and going through the motions. If you feel like you're going through the motions, it's because you haven't been intentional about the habits that you've created. You've created habits, but if you haven't been intentional about them, then they chose you. You didn't choose them. Your habits chose you. And when habits choose you, they're always the habits you don't want. It's very, very true. So good. So how do we get everything done? I would say circling back around to the beginning of this conversation, when you said it doesn't have to look the way that most people think it has to look. It doesn't have to look like I'm dedicating, you know, three hours a day to meal prepping and eating and working out and meditating and yoga and all of this sauna, steam room. No, it can be, I literally go for a 20 minute walk. If that, if you haven't been doing that, that will be something. And you're like, ah, walking's easy now. Da, da, da. It will become easy. And then you're like, I'm going to go for 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever. Or you change the activity. Maybe you increase the intensity. But it's something small. You know, start taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Start parking further away. Like we've heard these things before, but I'm bringing them back to the forefront. Start parking further away from the grocery store so you walk from your car to the grocery store. Like little things like that add up and do not take a lot more time. I was having a conversation. I'm going to logically explain this to you. I was talking with somebody last week and she's had the same exact thing. I don't have time. You know, I've got this going on, a divorce. I've got to, you know, work, I work two jobs. Um, you know, I'm moving my house, da, da, da. Okay. Got it. She's like, so, you know, I, I always stop in and go to like a Chipotle or I go to this or that. I said, oh, great. How many times per week would you say you stop into somewhere to get something to eat because you didn't prepare it? And, oh, probably like seven or eight times. Great. About how long on average are you in that place getting that food? You go to the line in Chipotle, you wait in line for a couple minutes. Maybe if you're lucky, you go right up to the front, you order all the stuff and you wait and then you get it and then you go out to the car. Okay. She said maybe like average 15 minutes. I said, great. If you add that up, do you know how much time that is? Great. If you add up the amount of money, do you know how much money that is? Do you know that you could go to the grocery store and you could make food for the same amount of time that you spend going into place and out of place and imagine getting in and out of the car also that many times and maybe you have to go a little bit out of your way to go to this place that many times adds up. It was like over an hour, like between an hour and an hour and a half. And I'm like, do you know that you could cook and freeze two weeks worth of chicken, thighs or whatever you want? meatballs, turkey meatballs, turkey patty, whatever in that same amount of time. And it probably would cost you less. She's like, Oh, I'm like, yeah, we just, we don't think about where our time is being distributed. So I would, I would and recommend. Also, we don't think about anything. We don't think beyond our mode of operations, our defaults, right? Like we're always going to fall back to our defaults. Like, and this is why, like we say this all the time. This is why Aaron and I always work with mentors. You will never find us a day without a mentor. It doesn't matter where we're at. Why? Because left to our own devices, we are going to continue operating in the same way possible. And if you know that you want to consistently get better and consistently grow, 
you cannot be the judge of your mode of operations because you're going to drive your car the same way. And if you want to go from New York to California, you cannot drive the same, the same path that you drive to your work every single day. It's not going to take you there, right? Like new levels require new routes. The other thing about a mentor too is they see things you don't. Yeah. Like if you're living in your own life, you have a hard time seeing what's happening. I can't say, I don't even know how many conversations I've had of women who are like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I eat really good. I work out. I do da, 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 da. And all it takes is one success call with one of our coaches. And they're like, oh, I had no idea. I had no idea that this wasn't healthy for me and I was eating it, thought it was healthy. I had no idea that even though this thing was healthy for me, I was still eating way too much of it. I had no idea my level of stress and how that was contributing to my lack of weight loss results. I had no idea I wasn't eating enough. Usually that's not the problem for people. But, you know, it's like it, when you're in your own little container, it's hard to see things on the outside. It's a blind spot, right? I look, but I can't, like, somebody else needs to also be seeing what I'm not seeing. Mm. And if you want to get to a level that you haven't been at or that you haven't been at in a long time and you've been trying to, it's very helpful. And I would almost like, dare I say necessary for you to have somebody else who can see, who understands, ah, here's where the gap is. Here's where a gap is. Here's where a gap is. And you probably have more than you know. I probably have still more than that. I guarantee I still have more gaps than I even know about. Oh, yeah. Hence why. Mentor. Yeah, mentors. <laughs> All right. So. Two. Yeah. So, by the way, if you know that you want to play a bigger game with regards to your body, with regards to your life, and you're ready to step outside of your current comfort zone container, and you are willing to make an investment in yourself go ahead and drop coach me coach me coach me in because you need to comment, work with the coach me. if that is the case you need to work with the coach um in the case that you're not i actually want to share with you an amazing opportunity that we have coming up this week this is for anybody who wants faster results and wants to be able to understand the tools that will help them to coach to coach themselves to success so that they can achieve the body that they're looking for and a clear structure and write-up of what what you're doing nutritionally and what you're doing for your workouts yes if in the case that you're interested in that uh this thursday friday and saturday we're hosting a three-day virtual event it's called the banging body fast track where we teach you all of the steps necessary in order for you to build your own strategy so that you can coach yourself to success. Okay. Ultimately, by the end of the day, we can either teach you how to do it so that, you know, you can put your plan together or we can do this for you. If you know that you would like our help with it, just go ahead and drop coach me. Um, if you know that you want to learn how to create your own plan with regards to your nutrition, with regards to your workouts, with regards to setting boundaries, then uh, just uh, go ahead and check out bodyfasttrack.com. And 
bodyfasttrack.com bodyfasttrack.com you can see all the information all the details there so oh my gosh what time is it oh my gosh what days is it what what is what's going to happen in it go to bodyfasttrack.com has all the information how much does it cost has all the information yeah and if you can't attend it live and you still want to be a part of it there is an option where you can get all of the recordings for a lifetime also every single morning we will be uh, doing a live workout with whoever signs up as a VIP along with a Q&A session by the end of the day. Um, so you know, if you know that you want more intimate time and if you want to start the day off strong with a good workout with Aaron and myself, then, uh, you know, you also have that option as well. And this is brand new, never been delivered before content. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. We hope you found a lot of value in today's uh, conversation. Remember that it doesn't matter where you're at. It's about where it is that you want to go. We will always continue showing up for you and we will always continue doing everything that we, we can to meet you with where you're at in order to help you to take yourself to the next level, whether it's you, you know, immersing yourself in the content, whether it's you, um, you know, dropping in on our events so that you can learn how to coach yourself or whether it's you diving deep with um, one of our coaches. Yeah. And if anybody that you know will benefit from what we've talked about in this video, if you have anybody in your life who's like, ah, I wish that I had time to work out or I wish that I had time to make meals so that I could eat better or I wish, I wish, I wish time, 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 share this video with them so that they can see that it doesn't have to be as complicated as we usually make it. It can be one little step at a time. And sometimes you just need permission. Sometimes you let us be the permission for you. You just need permission to just do one small thing. It will over time have a big result if you are consistent. And if you do so much so fast that you can't be consistent, it's worse than if you just did a little bit at a time and then a little bit more, and then a little bit more consistently for the next five years, you will be surprised at where you can get yourself. So I believe that's all that we have for today. Amen. amen. All of that. Amen. Have a beautiful day, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.